You're listening to The Calling. This week, I want to continue to build on our topic from last week on church unity and start to explore our role within the body of Christ. See, I remember a conversation as if it was just moments ago. Derek, when are you going to stop talking about the church and start talking to the church? This was the, the base of most many conversations that I've had when I started to share my spiritual walk. And I usually disclose in these conversations that I'm no speaker. But as I continued to walk and entrust where I was headed to Jesus, I started to have more and more opportunity to share the word with others. And with each opportunity, I gained confidence and I grew. It wasn't always easy. And to be honest with you, most of the time, it was extremely uncomfortable. Hashtag parking lot service. That's how change happened, isn't it? Under stress, under the uncomfortable. I'm sure we can all relate to being uncomfortable in situations. And in those situations, they're all different for all of us. And that's because we're all different. It's our differences that make this work. It's these differences that make us all a part of God's plan. Which for me meant I needed to stop talking about what I was doing and start doing what I was talking about. But how many of us discredit the opportunity? How many of us have done what I have done and downplayed God's involvement and God's presence in your life? When given the opportunity, we cannot run from our responsibility and duty to serve the body of Christ. But how do we do that? How do we acknowledge that, hey, I have a spiritual gift. It tells me in the Bible that I have spiritual gifts. When talking to my wife, she had shared that she would love to serve a church and, and she would like to become involved, but she just doesn't know what her spiritual gifts are. And because of that, she just, she doesn't. And she's not alone. I've been talking to a lot of folks who, who would like to become more actively involved in their church. They just don't know how, they don't know where they fit in. And because of this, we're timid to embrace the opportunity or even explore and develop our spiritual gifts. It could be because of the time that we have in our lives. It's a busy time, you know, whether with our children or taking care of family or, or whatever it is. There's a multitude of reasons why people don't pursue their spiritual gifts. But we're instructed to do that. See, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians that we all have spiritual gifts powered by the Holy Spirit. And we're to use these gifts to further God's kingdom and help each other. If we explore Ephesians 4, though, Paul gives us guidance on how they respond and how they work towards the church and the body of Christ. I mean, after all, who's better to talk about spiritual development and transformation than a man who had to overcome being Saul before he could be transformed into Paul? Paul starts in Ephesians 4, chapter 4, and says, As a prisoner for the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. So once again, he's urging us to be patient with one another, loving one another, supporting one another. And he continues, starting in verse 11, Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers 
responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. And this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son so that we mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of the Lord. Now that last verse really sticks out to me because he draws attention to unity, spiritual maturity, and the standard of the Lord. Make a note of that because we cannot have unity without you. So ask yourself, are you an apostle? Are you a prophet, evangelist, a pastor, or a teacher? Do you feel called to any of these areas? If you answered no, you're not alone. But that doesn't mean you're off the hook and free of obligation of serving the body of Christ. But how do you move closer to identifying your spiritual gifts? It starts with taking initiative. We don't learn who we are by just sitting there. We don't just learn who we are by talking about it. We need to make that commitment to ourselves. We need to make that commitment to God. We need to embrace the Holy Spirit and not run away from it or shut it out or downplay it. And understand that when we make this commitment, like all commitments, it's going to require your time. We can't explore, we can't serve God if we're dedicating our time elsewhere, if we're putting other time priorities over this. If you answered yes, you then need to find someone who answered no and start to talk to them. If you feel that you've been called and that you're, you're an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher, you have the responsibility then to teach those who aren't and help them contribute, help them develop their skills. They need the guidance and the direction, and most importantly, they need encouragement and support to explore and develop their spiritual gifts. Your role isn't simply just to talk to them and and just give them the word. Your role is to help educate them and teach them the ways and help them get to where they can serve and create this unity in Christ. I never knew I had the ability to pray and receive God's direction in a manner that I felt comfortable or even competent to relay that information to others until I talked to the apostles or the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, and the pastors. It wasn't until I started having these conversations and receiving this support and encouragement and taking the initiative to develop this skill that I even know I had it. And it wasn't until I received this encouragement and support that I embraced the opportunity given to me. So why should we, why should we do that? If we're not one of the, the highlighted professions, why should we explore our gifts? Why go through the process and dedicate the time to developing our role within the body of Christ? Because Paul continues in verse 14, after mentioning unity, that when we do this, we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunningness and craftiness of the people and their deceitful scheming. Now verse 14 points out and compares us to infants. 
Last week, I pointed out in our M&M analogy how we are unknowingly being conditioned by the outside world, by the world and society's views. And that's most likely because there's no unity within the church. And like an infant being swayed back and forth by the waves, we are being influenced by other people, by other teaching. And to achieve this, to achieve this unity, we need to dedicate this time and start to develop these skills. Paul finishes up in, in verse 15 and says, instead, of speak, instead speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect a mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. And from him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. We can't have unity without you. Our church... The body of Christ is not complete without you doing your part. Think about that. If you feel that you you have nothing to offer, then you need to start talking to people. If you feel that you're insignificant in the body of Christ, I'm telling you, you're wrong. So this week, as we move forward, I want you to start talking to others about their involvement in the church and to begin exploring whether or not you're ready to become involved. Start to think about what you're good at. And if you don't feel or you don't know or it's just awkward thinking about yourself in that regard, start asking people who truly know you. Ask your spouse. Ask your neighbor. Ask your parents. Ask your boss. And this week as you pray, pray for direction. Pray for assistance to identify an area in which your skill set will be most efficient and effective in serving God and bringing unity to the body of Christ. If you want help or you feel that you need help, shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to you about this. And for those of you who don't know, the email is the, T-H-E, underscore, calling, at hotmail.com, all lowercase. We can talk about this. We'll talk about anything. But we have to acknowledge that change begins with opportunity. We have to acknowledge that regardless of what our, what our uh, profession is or what we are within the church, we all have a role to play and the body is incomplete without us doing our part. We need to develop our calling. We need to embrace the opportunity God is calling you to develop that spiritual gift to serve. Will you answer?